Oh, Doug. Oh, Karen. It has been so long. It has. For all of you, it has been a long time. We have been off the block for quite a while. Yes. Sometimes life happens. Lots of life was happening for Lots a while. Lots of life. And then we had the, all those weird technical difficulties last week. We still might be having them. Yes. Apologies in advance. We're not quite sure what's going on. It's Doug's fault. It's not a Karen issue. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just let's just get like get that out of the way. It's all Doug's fault. I take I take full responsibility. Um, so shoot, ho- Doug. Hopefully um, we will get through. So this, yeah, we though. apologize if yeah. there are there things are, like that. Yeah, things like that. There are hiccups like that. <laughs> there are things like that. I will try and fill in the um, the dead air, so you guys might have a lot of me today. <laughs> um, the problem is we don't really know. Unless, I guess, it's a true interruption of me talking that it's happened, or at least I don't know that you can't hear, so. Yeah, and sometimes I... You, Karen. So, yeah, sometimes I just think Doug is thinking. All right, so let's just assume Doug's not thinking moving forward. Okay, so I'll just constantly interrupt you. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so here we are, wish us luck. Yeah, here we go, we're diving back in, we are back on the block. We have missed you guys, though. We have missed you, and we have missed Melrose. We have. Uh, I mean, that's a question I wanted to ask you. Um, I was thinking we would save it to the end, but I can ask you now. Has distance made your heart grow any fonder of season four? No. Yeah. No. I have a feeling on my return. Actively angry at this episode. All right. Well then you will have some things to say to fill in the dead air. I will, I will. So we're at season four, episode six, The Jane Mutiny, and I really do wish somebody would push Jane off the plank. So something I don't know if I said before or not is I read recently, since doing the podcast, not in the moment of 25 years ago, this new Jane 2.0, tougher, more aggressive, not really making a lot of sense, came about because Josie Bissett demanded, I don't know if it was asked or demanded, that they make Jane less of a pushover. They so failed. A response. They failed. They failed. Well, they I, I feel like, do it believably. I feel like the writers were like, okay, Josie, if that's what you want, bitch, that's what you get. Because they have made her character so unlikable. You know, it's one thing to give her a spine, because y'all know I love Jane with a spine. Right, but right. This... Jane stands with two feet on the ground, you cheer for her. Exactly, but this Jane is just like like the poor man's version of Michael. Very poor. Very poor. Institute man's Michael. Yeah, very so, poor. Look, and the thing is, Jane has goodwill to squander if you've been watching from the beginning. Jane has squandered the goodwill by now. Yes. Yes, she most certainly has. She, she's made some dumb choices. And, and, you know, you can be unlikable. You can be tough. You can be flawed, uh, even just in, like, the logic of this show. And and still rule. I mean, hello, Sid. Hello, Kimberly. Well, and that's the other thing that's kind of making me a little bit nutty is, like, Sid is just not in the picture. I mean, Sid's not in the picture. Yes, that's something I was going to get to. You know, for, for this whole season, apparently... But, um, you know, she's just being, like, you know, the office manager at Michael and Peter's office. Um, be more active together in upcoming stories. They're just, they're just shitty stories. Yeah, it's just, like, that, and I miss that dynamic between the two of them. Yeah. I agree. I agree. The show suffers 
In some ways, season four has given me some things I like, namely Amanda and Allison's little detente. Yeah. Um, but the James, so what's happening around the Jane thing is the story sucks. Um, no Jane and Sid. And also, Joe has become, yet again, a moron. Yeah, so, I mean, we might as well just knock out the storyline because it was just so stupid. So, you know, Jane, Jane is now, um, you know, the new Mackenzie of Mackenzie Hart. Um, right. And since uh, Mackenzie died in the explosion. And no one really has seemed to miss her, even with, like, the acknowledgement that she has died. There doesn't seem to be a big uh, outcry. Yeah, nobody cares. Um, and so now Jane has started up with Richard. And this relationship, too, like, I don't get it. Like, she's she's doing what she wants. She has the business. Um, she's proven herself. Why does she need to continue with this man? Right. She doesn't. She doesn't. And and so they're making a thing about how he's sort of like mad about her and and completely head over heels in love. And she's just using him for the business that she now co-owns. Basically, I mean, and maybe her second scene, she and I don't mind hopscotching around here because we don't need to devote too much time to many of these stories. But uh, she basically admits to Joe that she's not in love with him. And that's OK. She's just attracted to the power and what he can do for her. Um, career. Which, which is nothing. What, what can he do? At, at this point, she's already gotten whatever boost and exposure she's going to get. She doesn't need to cling to him or have him continue to boost her. That's This is the end of that line. Yeah, and so they're just sort of dragging this out, and now they're dragging poor Joe into it. So Joe, who all of a sudden like has some sort of friendship with this man who she's known all of one episode, basically... Right. Well, um, that sounds about right with the Melrose time warp. But yeah, yeah, I guess so. So anyway, she's like, you know, shocked, shocked, shocked that Jane has no feelings for this man. And now she basically like wants to stop the wedding. Yeah. Like she, she oh, somehow only believes in true love and is like, I must, I, I must let Richard know. And I was just like, oh, sit down. Sit yeah. down. Like, like yeah. go and... And like, go enjoy Jake because his... Because no you guys can. Because right now you guys have no obstacles. So just be together and be good together. Yeah, yeah. Although they do have the obstacle that seems to have, like, kind of fallen away. The obstacle left Jess's... was not in this episode. Oddly. I think she was in, like, one... Was it at Shooters? At Shooters. Like, one, okay. like, snide comment towards Joe, and that was the end of it. Hmm. And then Jake showed up, and he was like, don't get in between Richard and Jane, mind your own business. And of course, Joe's Which like, hmm. Yeah. Jake, uh, again, smart for a day. Yeah, smart for a day. Smart for a week. By the way, again, I do think Jake, and I'll also say Matt, looking the best they do all series long in these current episodes. Wait, was Matt in this episode? Yeah, because there's a dumb storyline we'll race through there, too. Okay. Um, see, like, he was so not in it that I don't even remember him being in it. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not really sure. There's a good storyline. So, yeah. So basically, um, Jane and Richard are engaged. They have an engagement party at this, I guess, the hotel where they're going to throw the wedding. Yes. Um, Joe gets drunk and sulks. Um, and I'm sure. and I think that she tells Richard, like, 
Jane doesn't love you or something like that. She so uh, yes, and before she does, Jane and Joe, a uh, drunk Joe, get into a spat. And, like, the saving grace of this episode is it's not really earned, yet it's a great line anyway that Jane gets in at Joe. And the podcast probably cut out right as I say it. But Joe jo is finally telling Jane off. And Jane is like, oh, please shut up, Joe. My worst fear is that my life will turn out like yours. Yeah, I have that quoted, too. <laughs> Which I remember back from 1995 being like, dizam. <laughs> um, so Joe... Joe walks off, and Jake follows her, they're gonna go, so Jake, being responsible again, is like, okay, I'll go get a cab, and um, while he's out in front getting the taxi, that's when Richard comes over to Joe, and Joe basically says everything but Jane doesn't love you, but it's enough to plant 10,000 seeds, and then we do something we rarely do on the show, which is have a dissolve right up to Jane and Richard in the hotel room. And that's when Richard basically asks Jane. He puts her on the spot. Yeah, he confronts her, and and he basically says he's not willing to take a risk on her. And I'm like, smart man, don't take a risk. Smart man for a day. (laughs) Smart man for a day. Don't take a risk on dumb Jane. No. No. Everything you see, that's what you get. Yeah, exactly. So that was the really dumb storyline. Yeah, but, okay, again, do we have a great storyline here? I think we have three other threads going on. Yeah, well, I thought Amanda's storyline was great, so I think I want to save that till the end, because I'm really digging what's going on with her. Okay. Um, That's that's worth digging into. I mean, you know, Kimberly gets sprung from the hospital, and she's um, put in Peter's care. Right. And this whole dynamic is weird, too. Continues to be weird. Continues to not really make much sense, or... Or, yeah, be really well-motivated, I suppose. Yeah, it's just, you know, she get, she gets out of the hospital. She has to wear an ankle monitor. She's only allowed at Peter's house in, like, therapy or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and they're still very platonic, although it seems like Kimberly wants more from him. Kimberly does. She basically is offering herself up to him. She's like, you've helped me. I want to really... Thank you. I want to really show you how much I appreciate your help. And he's like, no, we're good. Yeah. And, and he seems to want to get back together with Amanda once again. Because it's, it's weird again. Like, this thing is blowing hot and cold. Like, when he first came back, he was kind of pursuing Amanda again. And she's, like, you know, showing him the hand. And then, and then he kind of disappeared from Amanda's life for a while. Right. And now he's kind of back, but not really. He's kind of dipping a toe in a little bit. Um, but she's not interested, and she's got other things to, to deal with. Um, but basically, um, uh, Sid shows up at Peter's house, finds out that Kimberly's been strong, uh, sprung, has a hissy fit, um, and then brings Michael into the fold about Kimberly being out of jail. Right, right. What is what does she say? Oh, and so then, because Sid is now working in the practice, she has access to everyone's medical files, including Kimberly's. Right, and so she's able to do the recon and learn more about this split personality, Henry. And she goes, "What is she goes?" I forget. She describes how crazy she is, but she says she's got. She makes Sybil look like Marie Osmond. Yeah. 
And so basically, they're going to bring Henry back. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to mess with Kimberly. Oh, it's good. I'm glad that you summed that up because I I remember a little bit more about what happens. So I would have probably given something away. So okay. no, we're not giving shit. anything away. Nope. No spoilers. But Sid um, and Michael are conspiring. Yes. Is against Kimberly. So hopefully we'll see, we'll have a little bit more, you know, hopefully this, this storyline will kind of start to rev up because right now it's just plotting and it's really, really yeah, bugging plotting, me. Not, not, not good plotting, but plotting. Plotting, plotting. Um, so where should we go next? Um, Matt's, like, two scenes. Yeah, he's in the lawyer's office and Hobbs is countersuing and he gets cold feet and it looks like he's going to pull out of the lawsuit, but then he doesn't. No, and and then the Dr. Calvin Hobbs gives him everything he needs. Yep, and then and and he's also fired. Yeah, but he's Matt, enormous fit. Yeah, yeah, but Matt doesn't feel like he's won anything. Um, he feels like the world hasn't changed, um, and he's poor, sad Matt. Matt, you're not wrong. He's not wrong, but I would just like Matt to be happy for once. I'm. Really thinking hard about when this might happen. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, I think there are moments ahead, but not many. Oh, poor Matt. Poor yeah. Matt. I mean, so that's that was basically it. His two scenes, right? Yeah, and you know, I thought they were trying to build somewhere, and I uh, my memory is failing me with that. Uh, like the. The what attorney, is the, the lawyer guy? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember if they're still building to a scene where, like, that guy, like, makes a move on Matt. But I think even if he does, Matt, like, shrugs it off because he, you know, he's denies over... it. Yeah. Yeah, he's over man. Yeah. Um, over, over happiness. He's over happiness. He'll never be happy again. You know why? Because... Oh, we're doing that thing again, so I'm just going to fill in the blanks here, guys. Um... Yeah, uh, poor Can you hear me? No, we lost you. I've been I've been talking away. And now? Nope. Now I can. Okay. You, I sometimes I hear a boop, but I didn't. So I thought I was still with you. Uh, no, the uh, boop hasn't been happening. It happened that first time, and then it hasn't been happening when you when you're cutting out. Really weird. Oh, so now I'm not even aware that you're losing me. That's yeah. worse. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Oh, I was like, it's getting better. I went all Dan Savage. I was wrong. Um, I was saying something about Matt. It's probably not even worth it. Shall we move can on? Then? Yeah, we move on. Let's move on. So now you can now you can talk to your heart's content about the Amanda storyline that you're liking. Okay, so Melrose is still under construction, but it is almost done. Um, but it appears that Amanda's running out of money, and she is not able to um, to pay the contractor. And so, um, sorry, th there was a lot going on in this scene. They, they were doing that thing where they were moving the characters in and out of the scene. So you start in Amanda's apartment. Sid overhears that she's having money problems. And then Sid goes well, downstairs and runs into, walks, you know. Sid walks right into uh, Amanda's apartment. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. That's she yeah, of course. So she hears the whole thing and, like, you know, and Billy comes home, and 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 Brooks flirty, but but Billy's got flowers for Allison, and it's from Brooks' dad, 
And Allison won't tell Brooke why he's sending flowers to her, which I thought was a real laugh out loud moment. I really am kind of enjoying this whole Haley Allison storyline, by the way. Yeah, I'm glad. Oh, good. I, I do, too. I enjoy this very much. Because it's really, like, uh, kicking Brooke in the teeth. And I think that she needs to be kicked in the teeth. Um, and at D&D, you know, we see Amanda and Allison. They're getting along really, really well. And then Amanda, and they're talking about, like, new business and the clients that, Am- that Allison's landed. And then Amanda goes to Brooke, and she's like, you need to make cold calls, bitch because you're not bringing in any work and you're a partner or vice president or whatever and you need to like pull your weight and so um amanda's like you need to land a plum account and brooke is like well daddy so, so i think we lost doug and um but that's okay i will keep telling you about how brooke thinks that she's gonna land um her dad's account wait am i am i back now you're back now did you hear the thing I said about Brooke? No. Oh, doesn't doesn't Amanda actually tell her the opposite, which is, um, you're you may announce your promotion, so don't you shouldn't be making cold calls; they should be coming to you. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Uh, no, I don't remember if she said. I don't remember how that went. Now. It doesn't matter either way. Yeah. Amanda was trying to hand it to Brooke. Yeah, yeah, basically. And Brooke was like, well, I'll bring in a big... I'm going to bring in a whale, and it's going to be her dad. Yeah. You know. Who, so spoiler whatever. alert, she can't even land. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Amanda... So, so now remember, Amanda had the secret life in Florida, and she was married to this guy, Jack, played by Antonio Zabato Jr., um, and right now, um, and it, and it appears that it was a very tumultuous marriage and Amanda faked her own death to get out of it. So yeah. Jack has now, thanks to Brooke, found Amanda in LA and he says, look, you know, I need you, I, I'm in love with somebody else. I want to get married, but we need to get a divorce. Um, and so Amanda is leery, but she agrees with it. And so basically he I don't know how he, like, he overhears that he, does he overhear she's having money problems? He, but he wants her to take some money. Oh, the life insurance payout because it was fraud or. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he catches on to that, but maybe just common sense. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And so basically he said he's going to cut a deal with the insurance people, but he's going to stay in LA because he's got to stay in LA for it or whatever. And so Amanda's not happy about it, but he's basically like willing to give Amanda whatever she wants. It's like the easiest divorce in the history of divorces. And as he and his lawyer are leaving D and D his lawyer is like, I know you don't want a divorce. And then we are like, "Mm Hmm. The plot thickens. Yeah. 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 So, um, by the way, Brooke has a corner office. Did you notice that? Amanda, Allison never had a corner office. No, I'm not even sure that Amanda has a window. Yeah, I know. And Brooke's got like this big corner office with like, that's all like overlooking the minions. I mean, it was quite a thing. It was quite, quite a thing. Um, anyway, um, she, she confronts um, Allison about sleeping with her dad. I'm jumping around through both storylines because they kind of converge. They really twist together. Yeah, yeah, they kind of twist together. So, um, so, <laughs> Brooke says time to bury the hatchet and Allison says you'll have to dig it out of my back first <laughs> I, that's another one of my favorite lines yeah. season 4 
I think the overall storylines start to plummet, but there's some golden lines in every episode. Some zingy one-liners going on in this. It continues through at least season five. Anyway. So basically, Brooke wants to enlist Allison to help her land Haley's account. (laughs) Yeah. Which is like, well, but it's your dad and it was your idea. Like, if you can't do this. Right. Right. Anyway. Um... So we're going to go, I think this happens at Amanda's apartment. Um, we're back at Melrose Place and Peter shows up wielding a checkbook and he says, Sid's mouth is as good as her scruples or, sh- or Amanda says that. I don't remember who says that. Um, but basically he's offering to pay um, to cut a check f- to Amanda so that um, she can get her contractor paid and, and work can sort of be finished on Melrose Place. Um but she is not having it from Peter. But meanwhile, Jack is in her office and he brought her stuff up from Miami. I'm I'm not clear exactly what was going on in those scenes. Actually, my notes are kind of crappy and my memory is kind of foggy. <laughs> but basically, she's got two men um, offering to give her money and she wants nothing to do with either of them. If only everyone had that problem. I know. Um, okay, so while Amanda's dealing with all of this, she still has to, you know, run D&D. And so when we go back to D&D, we're at a staff meeting, and Brooke admits that there is a slight delay in landing <laughs> her dad's account. Um, and how are they still married? Because Billy is kind of ragging on her at this point. Yeah, everything Brooke does, Billy is coming to Allison's defense. Yeah, it's it's a very strange, and you kind of like I'm just sort of sitting there going, well, what? How are they still married? He doesn't even really like her. Haley doesn't like Billy, so like he'd be happy to get rid of him. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, it's true. Anyway, Haley shows up in the middle of this meeting and basically is like, so I heard you want my account. I have a new division. I, I guess he always has new divisions, and I but I want Allison to lead it up. So, um, so basically, yes, they got Haley's business, but no, Brooke did not pull it in. And, and, and all of a sudden, you know, Haley's walking out and Brooke is running after him yelling, daddy, wait, daddy, wait. Yeah. Talk um, about your little rich girl. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, we'll see more of that. But so at this I- point. Amanda, I'm sure, probably just wants to go back to Melrose Place and kick her feet up, right? Like, she's just like, I'm done. Like, I just need a break. And she shows up, and her apartment, lo and behold, is completely renovated. Someone someone paid the contractor. They must have paid him extra because that was super fast. Contractors don't work that fast. No, no. Literally, Rome was built in a day. And it was, and the apartment looks great and everything is done, but Amanda is like, God damn it, Peter. So she calls Peter to give him a piece of her mind, and Peter's like, one me. And then she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's got to be Jack. Yeah. It's got to be Jack. Um, so now Amanda's wigging out. Um, and so when one wigs out, one goes to the bank with Billy. And empties the safety deposit box. And basically, she gives Billy access to it because Jack's back. 
and um, in the safe deposit box, I assume are things that go in a safe deposit box. We're not too clear, but there was a picture. Money, of, jewelry, whatever. Yeah, there was a picture of her with a beaten face, which is in the safe deposit box. Severe, severely beaten. Severely and beaten. And, um, and she says, um, if anything happens to me, you need to take this box to the police. No idea what's in there besides that picture of her face. Um, but, but basically uh, it, it sounds like there's something that will implicate Jack and something bigger like her murder. Yes. Um, so now we're going to go back to D and D cause, um, I guess Billy went back to work and, and he and Allison, he and Allison are working on the account. And it comes out Haley's going to be picking up Allison. And Billy asks about her getting between Haley and Brooke. Like, he's like basically like, are you doing this to get between the two of them? And, um, and Billy's kind of being smart. I think we yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's seeing the signs. Yeah. 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 And he's actually like following them. But, you know, she's like, oh, no. No, but basically Haley b- blows off Brooke. And that's the other thing. Like he was all like, like spoiling this girl. And then, and now he's just like, I got Allison. I don't need you. <laughs> very weird. Very, very weird. The whole Haley thing makes zero sense, but it's nice when it pisses off Brooke. Yes, it is. It is very nice. And then, and then, Billy tells Brooke to get Haley out of life. Okay, my notes make no sense there. I, I think he's telling her, like, to be an independent woman. I don't know. I think that he's basically... But I don't know why, because because Brooke's upset? Um, did Haley... I don't, I don't remember if Haley did something. Anyway, not too clear about that, because it was kind of boring. But, um... But basically, I think that, you know, we need to go back to Amanda's apartment because this is much much more interesting Um, because Jack shows up and he says that he tells, you know, he he admits that he paid off the contractor and he says it was a divorce present. And so Amanda is like cutting up vegetables or something like that. So she's kind of got like this knife and she's hiding it behind her back because he's like closing in on her. And he knows it. And he, like, basically, like, takes the knife from her and then, like, drops it on the cutting board and leaves. It was a very tense moment. I know it doesn't sound like it, but it was a very tense moment. And I would imagine you are, like, firmly on Team Amanda right now. I'm so on Team Amanda right now. And I'm dying to know, like, like the backstory here with this. Like, this is the this storyline for Melrose, I think, is going pretty well because I'm super curious to hear like the backstory. How did they meet? Um, when did he start beating her? How did she get away? I mean, I know that she faked her own death, but like, how did all this transpire? But this being Melrose place, they're probably not going to tell me. And I am just going to like sit here and wait. Yeah. I, I hate to be that guy, but I'm pretty sure they won't answer any of those questions. Well, shit. See, and I'm all invested in this. I'm invested in their storyline, and I want to know more. 
I I know. I mean, it's probably going to be like over next week. Like he's going to like fall off a yacht or something, and and that's going to be how they end it for us. Well, I'll say nothing. Shit, you're kidding. You must you must wait. No, well, I'll say he doesn't fall off a yacht. So, <laughs> but but will it be like a big abrupt like ending for him and we'll never get like real closure on this whole storyline i will be cagey and say yes and no i hate this show (laughs) i think uh, i i think it unspools in a way that continues it in a way you're not gonna like oh goody that's my guess because this is close to the edge of when i really started to lose my faith in the show all right so now antonio zabato never comes on as a a series regular like he's like a one and done right like he's not gonna come back yeah okay so who do we have coming back you mean like next year who comes back no i mean i mean i feel like um okay so Michael's best friend, Rob Estes, played by Rob Estes, that does he come back? Rob Estes comes back, but it's a totally different character. How weird is that? I know. Um, so I was just thinking like other other people that come back like 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 that, like not necessarily the series regulars, but who is going to come back as a series regular uh, like like and return to make us I don't think we have many returns. Really? Other than like uh, I mean, eventually, one of our OGs is going to leave, and then she will come back. But, um, no, they're pretty much just going to introduce new people from here on out. Okay. Well. And- See, we lost Doug again, and he was about to say something really important. Oh, there goes the beep beep. Oh, what I was saying was... <laughs> Some people are come back for like in in the opening credits, and some just have like extended storylines. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. So that was the app, yo. That's right, yo. Hopefully, I'll do are better guys, next time. Are you guys feeling it? Are you feeling the the love right now of the show? You know, for me, it's a goodwill thing. They've got me, but I recognize it's not where it used to be. Karen, you're clearly frustrated. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Lisa Rinna to show up, and and it's then like thousand episodes. That's like that's like the only thing that's really keeping me going at the moment. Particularly since now you have confirmed that this whole Jack and Amanda story is going to be such a buzzkill. Yeah, maybe I'll be wrong, and you'll feel differently. No, you're not. Uh, okay. You're not wrong. Well- you're not wrong. And I hope that, and I'm, I'm dying for more Sid, and I really hope that we get her. I hope that they don't sideline her for much longer. Yeah, I feel like we have maybe one or two cool Sid moments all season long, and that's it. Fuck. But they'll reuse her again next season, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, but she's never back at the height of what they let her do, is my feeling. Such a bummer. And the other thing too, like I don't know if I enjoy her and Michael as uh, when they're when they're getting along. I like them when they're conspiring because I always feel like he's they're never on equal footing. He's still always a little just able to get one up on her. Right. 
Right. And you, yeah, honestly, we're not even seeing that much of Michael. Right now, we're really not. You know, so... You don't see Michael and Kimberly when they are separated. Yeah. I mean, I just... I feel like I feel like all of our favorites are really backburnered right now. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's, to focus on this stupid Brooke crap. I mean, please tell me, she, after next season, do we lose Kristen Davis? Yeah, I thought I thought you know a bit more than it seems you do. So I'll just say yeah. Okay, good because I'm I I, I absolutely find her insufferable, and I didn't like her on Sex and the City. Um, I just don't like her. She's just one of those actors where you're just like, yeah, no, I don't like you. We've got you know how this show works. There's so many episodes. She will not be here for the duration of season four. But we still have, like, a lot of story to plow through with, with the Armstrongs, with Allison and Billy, all of that. Yeah, I know. We're only on, what, episode six or something like that. Seven, something like that. Of, yeah, two. I know. I know I've got to suck it up, Buttercup. But I'm just whining. I'm just whining about it, guys. I'm whining. We've lost Doug pretty soon. Well, hopefully we'll have that bing, bing soon. Um, what did you guys think about this episode? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Is it sucking? Like, I think it's sucking. Um, yeah. Are you are you guys overall liking season four or not? Do you think it's downhill after the bombing? Do you like Tough Jane? Let us know. I hate Tough Jane. Holla at us on Facebook, um, back on the block pod. Um, meanwhile, we're going to hit up Hollywood Boulevard. Um, we're going to head over there. We've got some shit to talk about. Um, I have a topic to propose that segues nicely with this episode. Okay. Are we going to keep it a secret? So, so people really are forced to, to cross over? Yeah, let's do that. We're going to leave, we're going to leave you guys on this cliffy and say, if you follow us to uh, Hollywood Boulevard, you'll understand there there will be a nice segue f- for you where we're going to piggyback on this episode, a question that I will be bringing to Hollywood Boulevard. It's Lee. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm living in the question right now myself. So, you know, Karen has got the wheel and I'm just holding on to the door Praying for dear life. Yeah, dear life. So, um... So please talk to us on the pod. Let us know what you're liking, not liking, and let us know how much you missed us. Please, please, pretty please. Give us five stars. Very pretty please. Yeah. Um, so we will catch you guys over at Hollywood Boulevard. Bye. Bye.